0: A dark and stormy night. A deserted country road. A solitary female motorist driving an elderly, unreliable Toyota. What could possibly go wrong? Total failure of the car's electrical systems for one thing. The engine died. All the lights went out. The radio lapsed into silence. The car coasted to a halt and just sat there. Bother thought Alice, or words to that effect. She reached in her pocket for her phone. Nothing, dead as a stone. She could only tell that it was there because she could feel it in her hand. The scenario she couldn't help thinking was not entirely unfamiliar, except, of course, that stuff like that didn't actually happen, and there's absolutely no such thing as... She cried out and closed her eyes, a fraction of a second too late. The brilliant white light all around her was painful, unendurable. Oh, come on, she screeched at it. She could feel its warmth on her skin. The car was floating as if on water. She risked opening one eye just a bit, but all she could see was dazzle. A scooped out feeling in her tummy suggested that the car was rising, none too steadily, as though a magnet had clamped to the roof and a winch was reeling her in. Terror flooded her, as if she'd left the window open in a car wash, together with the soft, scornful whisper of a tiny voice in the back of her head, this can't be happening, this is silly. A gentle shudder coming up through the floor via the shock absorbers. Not moving anymore. A firm, but not deafening, metallic clunk. I'm dreaming all this, she told herself. Gentle forward motion, causing the seatbelt to press lightly on her collarbone, contradicted her. Not a dream. A tapping noise. Close. Insistent. Something banging against the driver's side window. She ignored it. It grew louder. It was similar to the sound of a knuckle, but that bit clearer and sharper. It wasn't going to go away. She opened her right eye, looked, and screamed. The reason she later realized why the knocking didn't sound quite right was that human knuckles are covered in skin, whereas the tapper at her window had scales. Small ones, about thumbnail size, a sort of iridescent greeny gold. It wasn't the scales she had a problem with, or the head being a third bigger than the body. It was the eyes, eyes. Clusters and clusters and clusters of them, on long stalks. She had no cogent reason to believe that if she shrieked loud enough, the monster would back off. She'd be put back where she'd been taken from and none of this would ever have happened. It was, she'd have cheerfully conceded, a long shot at best. But she couldn't think of anything else to do. So she gave it a go. It didn't work. The monster kept on tapping. Somewhere inside her head, a voice said, anyone or anything capable of this level of technology isn't going to be defeated by a car door. She stopped screaming and pressed the window wind down button. It didn't work, of course. Then it did. The monster lowered its head, though it took care not to let any part of its anatomy actually enter the car, It was, she realised, respecting her personal space. Earth? The voice was inside her head. But she knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that it hadn't come from her. Telepathy, it said. This is Earth, right? She discovered that you can't lie to a telepathic species. Yes, said her mind, a moment before her lips could shape the word no. Oh well. Parcel for you. Excuse me? Parcel for you. Delivery. Understanding gradually seeped through her, like melting ice stripping off a roof. Oh, she thought. Right. Do you need me to sign for it? A sea blue laser beam hit her between the eyes. No need, we scan. Have an nice eyes 9.16030534351145 times the half-life of silicon 31. You what? Something scrabbled in her mind for the right word. Day. Have a nice day.